Well, KMH, Canada's largest mental health hospital, calling for the removal of police from the front lines when it comes to dealing with people in crisis. Now, that statement comes after a string of deaths involving the police and people in crisis, including Ijaz Chowdhury, a 62-year-old father of four with schizophrenia, who was killed recently by Mississauga police. John Sewell is a former Toronto mayor, part of the Police Accountability Coalition, and he joins us to discuss here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. John, good afternoon. Hi. Hello. Appreciate you coming on. Okay, Cam H says it's time for a new way forward. I guess the big question is, what is forward? What is that way forward, do you think? Well, I think the way forward is basically to say that the people who should be responding to those in mental health crisis are those who are very, very familiar with that issue and can approach the people who are in crisis without arms, without uniforms, and with very, very uh, substantial knowledge of how to deal with those kinds of people. So I think it's a matter of taking it out of the hands of the police and putting it in the hands of people who are very, very familiar with mental health issues. All right. As we understand it, the way the system works right now, police officers are the first called, and they alone are the first responders in a mental health crisis, correct? And that's the problem. Um, The Toronto Police uh, Service has something called the Mobile Crisis Intervention Team, which consists of a plainclothes officers and a mental health nurse. And together, they obviously know a lot about mental health. But they are never called as the first responders. Armed, uniformed officers are always the first responders, and that's the problem. Our group has been arguing for 10 years that the mobile crisis intervention team should be the first responders. And I think if we'd seen that, we wouldn't have had the number of deaths that we've had uh, in Toronto. I mean, the, the last four or five people who have died after interactions with the Toronto police have all been people who are in mental crisis and all been either black or indigenous or people of color. Um, so we could have avoided that, I think, if, if we'd had the non-uniform, non-armed police officers responding to calls. So this mental health crisis team that uh, is a police officer and a mental health uh, professional, yep. When are they called in? I mean, is there parameters that are established by the first responders, which, again, are solely the police uh, right now? Yeah, yeah. once the, the first, the, the, the rank-and-file police officers have the situation, as they call it, under control, then, in fact, the, the mobile crisis intervention teams are called in. But of course, sometimes that's too late, you know? That's the problem. Yeah, so in effect, sorry to interrupt, but have we been kind of putting the cart before the horse? I mean, you've got it. You've got it. You've got it. And we we have asked the police board for 10 years to change it, and they never will. Um, But, you know, out in Washington uh, State, Oregon, I think, or one of those those cities out there, they actually have a private team of people who are very familiar with mental issues. And they're the ones who respond first. You know, so if you phone up and say, hey, I've got somebody here, they're really going crazy. This other thing is the thing that arrives rather than the police. So it's clear that the situation really could change and it would work much for the better for everybody. It would also get the police out of something that not only are they not good at doing it, but they don't want to (laughs) do. So 
So having Cam H step forward, if if that's what they're doing at this point, is a really significant shift, and and in my opinion, a very very good one. Okay, so what exactly is it that mental health care professionals can uh, provide uh, on the scene that's uh, currently missing in these mm-hmm. situations only with uh, police officers? Are they better able to identify uh, exactly what is going on in that moment? Well, yes. I think the very first thing is they aren't threatening. I think that one of the things we've discovered is that people who are in mental crisis really are threatened by people who are in uniform and start to try and order them around, which is the normal thing that police do. Uh, so they get scared and they, they do things they shouldn't do. So the, 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 the mental health people, in fact, are quite relaxed, can go into the situation uh, as all they've got is their ability to talk. <laughs> um, you know, they, they, uh, they, they, they can't use armed arrangements or a force because that's not going to work. And they can be successful. I mean, we got to remember that a lot of social workers and a lot of child protection workers often have to deal with these awful kinds of situations in their work. And they manage to resolve them on their own. So, you know, I thought there's really good opportunities here for change. All right. So to really take advantage of this opportunity for change, what is needed, do you think, John? I mean, does CAMH, do they have the resources to take on what would be an added responsibility? Well, uh, they probably don't. So what's going to have to happen, I think, is that we're going to have to figure out how we set up a new system of um, a quick response in these situations. CAMH should be part of it. A lot of social agencies should be part of it as well, because some people who, who are in, uh, have mental issues are sort of worried about CAMH because it's a big institution. So we'd have to put together that, and then they need some money to actually operate it. And I think that money would come from the funds that are now spent by the police service. So it'd be literally just transferring that over. Um, and I think the, the way to do that is for, for some senior members of the Toronto Police Service and, and other police services to sit down with these mental health professionals and saying, okay, what can we do to help make this happen quickly? All right. We will continue to watch this, uh, obviously. Uh, John, I really appreciate the time and the perspective. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank you. Thank you. Be well. There goes John Sewell, who is a former Toronto mayor and, of course, part of the Police Accountability Coalition.